You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What is up, guys? Welcome to Wrestling World. Before we get started with today's episode. I just want to say rest in peace to Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. It was reported earlier today that Scott Hall has passed away at the age of 63. Just a few days ago, he was having complications from hip surgery, and he had suffered three heart attacks and was put on life support. It was reported on Instagram by Kevin Nash that he would be taken off of life support and that his family was flying in to see him. And unfortunately, he was taken off his life support and he has passed. This this is shocking to me. Um, I honestly thought he would pull through. I was hoping he would pull through. I know that he was having complications, but I was still hoping for the best. You know, Scott Hall is one of the biggest heels in professional wrestling. Not only the biggest. One of, one of the biggest heel, I should say, but one of the coolest heels of professional wrestling. He's the bad guy. The bad guy we all loved. You know, Scott Hall was one of a kind. There will never be another Scott Hall. There will never be another Razor Ramon. He simply just had a gimmick that you couldn't copy. You can't copy his style. You can't copy his charisma. He was something special. And it's shocking to say, you know, that he's no longer here. Scott Hall debuted as Razor Ramon and, you know, took professional wrestling by storm. As a member of the NWO, with Hogan and Nash, a staple which everybody loved. But without Scott Hall, I don't think there would be an NWO. Because he 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 is what made that group what it is today. So thank Scott Hall for Given us years of great wrestling and given us the NWO. You know, given us great matches over the years. I mean, who could forget the ladder match he's had with Shawn Michaels? One of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. 
and I'm in shock, honestly. Like, I never, you know, thought that we would lose Scott Hall in the year of 2022. Like I said, I honestly thought this guy would pull through. I, I honestly thought he would. Um, but, but I feel for his family. I feel for his wife, his children, and those who loved him and knew him. We as fans were heartbreaking because many of us fans were introduced to Scott Hall. And being introduced to Scott Hall was how many of us fans got introduced to pro wrestling. When you think of bad guys in pro wrestling, Scott Hall's name comes to mind because he is one of the biggest heels in professional wrestling. But like I said, he's a, a bad guy we all loved because he was that good. I mean, who could forget the Razor Ramon gimmick? I mean, it, it was such a good gimmick, and he pulled it off so good and so great that nobody probably could ever do that in a million years but Scott Hall himself. So with that being said, rest in peace, Scott Hall. And rest in peace, Razor. Thank you. It's um very sad day in the world of professional wrestling. When you look at all the wrestlers we've lost over the years, Ronnie Piper, Dusty Rhodes, Brody Lee, and, and Scott Hall. Um, and this episode, it wasn't planned, you know. When I, when I seen the news of his passing, I, I, I thought to myself, I'd like to do a tribute. I'd like to pay my respects. So as a tribute to Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, this episode will be titled a Scott Hall tribute to the man himself, one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time, Razor Ramon. And like I said, you know, most of us fans are introduced to pro wrestling because of Scott Hall. And I'm, I'm honest, you guys, I'm in, in total shock. Like, what do, you, what do you even say? You know, like, what a year this has been. With everything going on in the world today, especially in pro wrestling, it's insane. But like I said, I definitely feel for his family. And thank you, Scott Hall, for giving us so many dedicated years to professional wrestling. Thank you for entertaining us. Thank you for doing what you do and doing what you love. Thank you for everything.
Um, yeah, honestly, I feel for Kevin Nash and, and Sean Watman and Hulk Hogan for losing an NWO member. Because it's somebody they traveled down the road with and, you know, they, they were around him more often. And, and it's been all over Twitter, people sharing memories and tributes. And I honestly thought the Monday Night Raw did a great tribute for Scott Hall tonight. Not only that, but the wrestlers on Twitter posted pictures paying tribute and paying their respects. You know, what a crazy week it's been. And like I said, guys, this this episode wasn't planned, so I'm sorry if you know I kind I sound kind of out of it. I'm just I'm I'm in shock. Like um, I really don't know what to think. Um, I didn't expect to do this kind of episode. It wasn't planned. It just it just happened. But what a week it has been. First, on Friday, we, you know, Big E breaks his neck. And now, three days later, Scott Hall passes. The pro wrestling family has really came together these last few days. And I said this the other day when Big E broke his neck. I said, it is so great to see, you know, pro wrestling fans and the wrestlers come together in times of need, in times of support. It is good to see everybody come together. That's what makes pro wrestling so great. And that's why, you know, I enjoy pro wrestling. Because it's the fans that make this what it is. It's the wrestlers that make this what it is. And when we all come together, it's it's so enjoyable. And it is so good to see the support that Big E has gotten and the love that Scott Hall has gotten. You know, Big E breaking his neck this past Friday was horrendous. I mean, that fall he took landing straight on the on his head. I mean you you could just tell that fall was just it was horrible. It wasn't um planned. You know, of course it wasn't planned, but it was just it was so bad, man. But luckily he you know, he's okay. He Yeah, he, he, it's unfortunate he'll miss WrestleMania, but What's important is that he's good. What's important is he's okay, you know, and hopefully he'll come back and he'll continue to wrestle. Now, that's a long shot, though, because when you come back from a broken neck, it's, you know, it's it's life-threatening to get in that ring again because one bad move, one bad botch could end your whole career. And 
I would be shocked if Biggie got in the ring, considering what happened. I get that he's young, but you got to think of your family. You got to think of, you know, your children, your wife, and yourself. You know, you're putting yourself at risk of, you know, getting injured or paralyzed or, you know, whatever. But being the heart that Biggie has, you know, never say never. I, I could see it happening. So I've also said, and, I, and I've said this, and I'm not throwing, I'm not trying to think ahead, but what if Biggie were to come back? You know, his title run was cut short. I think he should have had a longer title run. But how would they book him if he comes back? You know, you know, a lot of people would say they just stick him with the New Day. But I thought about something. What if they were to turn Big E heel against the New Day upon his return? Have Big E return and just turn on Kofi and Xavier? It would be the perfect way to build Big E back up and build him up as a heel. And maybe he can get that title run. Maybe he could be taken seriously. I'm not saying I don't like the New Day together. They're decent as a team. But they would be so much better if Biggie had a solo career and he was given you know, a decent title run. I think a lot of, you know... A lot of the reasons why Kofi didn't have a good title run and a lot of the reasons why Big E didn't have a good title run is because they're in the New Day staple. Forgive me for saying that, and I, I might get a lot of criticism for saying that, but think about it. They show up to the ring dancing around, little instruments, you know, it, it, it's good. The crowd loves it. But as a real champion, do you take it serious? Yes, they're over with the crown, but realistically, I mean, do, do you take it serious? Are you supposed to take a gimmick like this serious as, as a real champion? Because if you think about the whole New Day gimmick, they're not very serious. They're more of an entertainment stable. Now, I love Kofi as a singles competitor. I think he's great. Xavier's good. Big E, you know, is great too. They're all three great athletes. That's why I think they need to have singles competition, especially Kofi and, Kofi and Big E. Not saying Xavier is not good, but Kofi and Big E, I think definitely need a singles run. You know, they're, they're the two former champions. Give them a decent run because they deserve that much. And they they both needed a longer run. What happened to Kofi isn't fair. Everybody wanted Big E to have that big push. Everybody wanted Big E to be a real champion. For years and years and years, they've said Big E deserves the title. Then they finally put it on him, and what happens? They take it right off of him. 
The problem with WWE is they can't they don't have a solid champion. They do now with Brock. But for how long? Until WrestleMania, then you'll have Roman Reigns possibly holding both titles. It is a unification match, so that's a possibility. So what will WWE do after WrestleMania? Um, I, I honestly don't know how that's going to play out. But as I was saying, you know, the best way to build Big E back up if he does return, and that's a big if, is to have him turn on the New Day stable, just totally abandon the New Day stable and, you know, do his own thing. Become a heel and go on a singles run. Because the New Day gimmick, yes, it's great, but it's gotten stale over the years. They've done it for so long to where it just... It's gotten old. And they've done everything to keep it fresh. They've turned the New Day heel. They've turned the face, put the titles on them, took them off. They've done everything they can to keep this stable alive. And it's just, it's not working anymore. I mean, of course, they're over with the fans. But the majority of them, I would say, maybe are maybe children. Um, and I'm not of adults, yes, of course, but would they benefit from a singles run? Would Big E and Kofi benefit? Of course. If we want to see these guys be taken seriously and get a decent title run, you know, I say quit the New Day gimmick and go from there. That is, if Big E comes back, you know, this is a a scary situation for Big E. And it, this puts you in mind of Edge's situation with his neck. Could we see Big E return to the ring? Or could we see Big E retire? Because keep in mind, he's very young. He's, he's young, you know. He has a lot to consider. So I'm curious to see what they do. I'm curious to see any updates with Biggie and what goes on? Um, this is it's gonna be a while before we see Biggie back in the ring. Definitely. But I wish Biggie a speedy recovery. I hope that one day we see you back in the ring. If not, then that's your decision. You know, it, it, and it's completely understandable, regardless. Because even if he does come back, that, that injury like that is so hard to come back from. So either way, it is understandable. So recover fast, Biggie, and we'll be here waiting when you get back. Keep in mind, also, I'm going to point out that Kofi Kingston is now on his own. Because I believe Xavier Woods is injured as well. Assuming Xavier will be back soon, but for now... You know, Kofi, I believe, is by himself. Now, I did hear that they had WrestleMania plans for Big E, but, you know, that'll now be changed, and 
I'm sure Vince and the creative team will have to do some rewrites and, and go from there. So this could be the start of something different for Kofi. Could we see, you know, Kofi go on a singles run? I think it would be good for him. Start him early, leading to WrestleMania. Because Kofi, he deserves so much right now. He deserved to be real champion, which was, that was cut short. And I think he deserves another shot at it. I definitely do. But that's without the New Day. Like I said, you, you can't have the New Day and Kofi in a stable. Unless, unless they turn him hill, but I mean, that's not going to happen right now. We don't even know at this point if Biggie's going to return. So, we shall see, guys. We shall see what happens, but like I said, you know, Big E get well soon. But but earlier I mentioned just a second ago, I mentioned WrestleMania plans. Now the plan was for Big E, Kofi, and Xavier to face Ridge Holland, Sheamus. And this next guy is kind of funny. You know who he is. Butch. Who is Butch, you might ask? Well, you might remember Pete Dunne in NXT. If you haven't watched Friday Night Smackdown this past Friday, Pete Davidson has now aligned himself with Sheamus and Ridge Holland. And he now goes by the name of Butch. I know what you're thinking. It's crazy, right? Butch, of all names, why did they change his name to Butch? Because we all know this is Pete Davidson. P- Pete Dunn, why am, I, why am I saying Davidson? I don't know. Pete Dunn. I don't know. I don't know why I was saying Davidson. I don't know why I was saying Davidson. Um... Be nice if I had somebody to catch me when I screw up. <laughs> um, I don't edit nothing, so whatever goes into this goes into this. But um, like I was saying, Pete Dunn is now Butch. And if you're hearing this for the first time, if you didn't watch Friday Night Smackdown... Then go and watch it because this we all know this is Pete Dunn. I don't understand why they did a name change. It makes absolutely no sense. The ring gear doesn't make sense. I get that they want to fit in with Sheamus and Ridge Holland, but Pete Dunn looks like he traveled back in time and came back as a paper boy. 
Um, I honestly don't know why they would change his name. And out of all names to, I mean, if you're going to change somebody's name, why would you pick Butch? Just like when they changed um, Dominic Dijakovic's name, you know, and, and, and Dio Madden to T-Bar and Mace. And then, then you have Dewdrop. And they changed Walter's name to Gunther. What is up with all the name changes? Why Why not leave them where they are? Leave the names the same. I, I don't understand it. And the only logical explanation I could think of this is because they don't have any plans for their original names like Pete Dunn and Walter. They don't know what to do with these guys as their original characters, so they change them up. They probably figure, well, what would we do with Pete down on the main roster? My guess is they had no creative creative direction for Pete Dunn. So instead of actually thinking of something interesting or keeping him down in NXT, they put him on the main roster as Butch. Now, we're all laughing at this and we're saying how crazy this is. But imagine how Pete Dunne feels right now. Imagine what he is thinking. Because I would honestly love to see Pete Dunne's face when they told him he would go under the ring name as Butch. Who comes up with these names, guys? Who 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 was creating this? Is it Bruce Pritchard? I mean, really? It's got to be somebody, right? Who comes up with the name T-Bar and Mace? Who comes up with Gunther? When they could have just kept him as Walter. We know this is Pete Dunne. We know this is Walter. We know that's Dewdrop. We know that's T-Bar. We know that's Dominic Dijakovic. We know that's Dio Madden. It's almost like they insult our intelligence. Like we were just supposed to forget their names. Now, Seamus did say in the beginning of the promo, and I quote, he said, you, you do know this guy under a different name, but this is what we call him. So they did reference the fact that he was Pete Dunne before the name change. But they better have a good explanation for this, of why they're calling him Butch. Because never in NXT was he ever gone by the name of Butch. It it just it doesn't make no sense. And, and even if they give an explanation, it's still going to be goofy. But I mean, they better do something. Give us a... I hope they give us a good explanation for, you know, Pete Dunne's sake. And I hope whatever they do with, with him going forward is, is decent because we've seen how good Pete Dunne is in NXT. 
And let's face it, guys, name like names like this and gimmicks like this, they don't go over well in the main roster. Take Dewdrop, for instance. You know, she was talented, and then they changed her name, and now she's not really doing much. This is why WWE, they don't know what they're doing when it comes to creating talent. They change their name up because they don't know what to do with these original characters. They rather change their name than to figure out what to do. What was the point of calling him up to the main roster? And how is this going to benefit him from... How, how is this going to benefit him teaming up with Sheamus and Ridge Holland? Because to be honest, I like the, I like the pairing of Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Because Sheamus really wasn't doing much before this. He was putting guys over, of course. But I think this is new for Sheamus. I, I think this is you know okay for Sheamus. I think it's good. Um, because we haven't really seen him paired up to a decent team since Cesaro. And I'll get to that in a minute as well. Um, so maybe this is good for Seamus, but I don't see how this benefits Pete Dunne. How does this benefit Butch? <laughs> I mean, I wish there was like a Q&A on Twitter right now so we can get some answers. But how do you, I, I, I don't understand it. I hope we we get some news regarding this, and we hear something soon, because there is just no logical explanation for the name. I, if they're gonna change his name, at least change it to something better than Butch. It's like they don't even care. It's like the writers just don't care what the names are anymore. How do you expect these guys to go over and and, and the fans to take this serious with these kinds of names? And I've said this. Back then, when Retribution first came to WWE, the name T-Bar, the name Mace, Flapjack, it, it, and now Dewdrop, and now Butch, it, it doesn't make any sense. The, the names don't make sense. The names are mediocre, and they expect the fans to take this serious. They, they expect the fans to get behind this. But how? How do you get behind something so silly? Because at this point, if the writers don't care what their names are and they're just going to do this and throw these guys wherever on the main roster because they don't have no creative control on what to do with them, why should the fans care? Why should the fans invest their time in these characters when they give them such goofy names and they have no idea what to do with them? Okay, well, you know what to do with them when they were next to NXT. Now, why don't you know what to do with them on the main roster? If you don't know what to do with them, keep them on NXT, where at least they'll be used properly. Just like they changed up Apollo Crews gimmick. And yeah, that was that was going well for a couple months. And I expected Apollo Crews to get a big push. 
but you've seen the last few weeks, he's just being fed to almost because we all know Vince loves the big guys. And I've always thought Apollo Crews was talented. And yes, almost is a big guy. But maybe too big. You know, how long are they, are they going to give almost a push? They've had Commander Izz or whatever you want to call him, on the main roster for how many years now? A couple years. And he has not been given a push whatsoever. He's just been managing Apollo Crews. When we seen him in Raw Underground, and I don't remember his name. I honestly don't remember his name when he was in Raw Underground. But then they threw him on the main roster and changed his whole gimmick up. Now he's not doing anything. Honestly, I'd like to see Commander Aziz, or whatever you call him, because I honestly don't care what his name is. Um, I'd like to see him in NXT. See what he can do. Because we haven't seen enough of him in the ring to really tell, you know, if he's good or not. Except for them Raw Underground segments, which was a total joke. Just to get ratings, but... What are they going to do with almost down the line? I mean... I, I don't understand. And then, like, Apollo, like I said, he, he should have been given a better opportunity. But if the writers don't care, why should we? When the writers give these goofy names and they give... They, they don't give guys a push that need a push, why should we care? Because when you act like you don't care, how are the fans going to get invested in any of your product? NXT is all about making new stars. Okay, so... What are these names then? And how is it benefiting your company? How is it benefiting the main roster? I I don't... <laughs> I hope there's a good explanation for this. I really do, guys. Because when I seen this, I took a screenshot of, of, of Pete Dunne and I was like, wow. And I put it to Twitter, and I'm like, wow. You know, this is insane. Crazy, right? But it, it blows my mind. And this is something that I, I want to bring up real quick. It blows my mind that they have plans for WrestleMania with Jake Paul and Johnny Knoxville and people like that. And they even have plans for Stone Cold, which I don't even mind Stone Cold being on WrestleMania because everybody loves Stone Cold. I mean, it's good. But they don't have plans for their current roster. It, it, it blows my mind. It, it just... And WrestleMania is only a few weeks away, and, and, and there's only a few matches that have been announced, and they're still teasing certain matches that I, I already feel you know they should already be teasing this and hyping this up a little more, and, and they're not really doing that. And 
they're teasing Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. We kind of already know what's going to happen before it happens. It was reported that Cody Rhodes might have signed with WWE. It was reported earlier today that was the plan. I'm not going to confirm anything because I don't know if that's true. I want to look further into it. But as it looks right now, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins is the plan for Mania. Kevin Owens, on the other hand, he's supposed to have a big segment with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, WWE, they did push for Kevin Owens and Stone Cold to have a match at WrestleMania. But it was it's being rumored that Stone Cold rejected the idea for a match because of all his injuries. I'm, I'm assuming it's because of all his injuries. He didn't want to do a match. How could you blame him? When you've seen guys like Goldberg come back and, and hurt their reputation because they've had matches, when you've seen you know, these older competitors come back because and, and they hurt their reputation because of what sloppy matches they put on. Certain guys, and, I, and I'm going to just throw Goldberg's name out there because he's a good example. Um, so it could be you know the possibility that Stone Cold doesn't want to tarnish his reputation. Um, it, it's it's very quite possible. So a segment with Kevin Owens is you know um, just as good. From what I read, it's supposed to be more than a segment. But see, not a lot of that. Like, it's being teased now, but I feel like this should have been teased weeks ago. WrestleMania is just a few weeks away. And we don't have, we don't even have a full match card yet, a full list of what's going to happen. They're teasing Seth Rollins versus Cody. Okay, but we haven't really heard much about Cody signing with WWE yet. So it's kind of hard to get invested in what Seth Rollins is doing when we really don't know. We, there's no rumors, there's no nothing. There's rumors, but there's nothing confirmed. And it, it just, it's confusing to me. You know, they did the Garden pay-per-view the other day that wasn't hyped up nearly as much as any other event. That's the problem with WWE. They don't hype up events like they used to anymore. I get they want to keep us on these cliffhangers. But a good way to keep us interested is good storytelling. And I, I just I don't see that happening. Now the match with Kevin Owens and Seth Owens was a good match. But what is the big payoff here? What are we going to see with Seth Rollins? We can pretty much tell, you know, we're going to see with Kevin Owens, and that's great. Even though it's not a match, it, you know, it's it's something. But there's no um, confirmation as to what Seth Rollins' plans are. Half your roster, um, like Johnny Knoxville has a match. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, I'm sorry, Logan Paul has a match. You know, um, so I'm, I'm very confused that they have plans set in place for Logan Paul and Johnny Knoxville and, and not half your roster. 
But that's the way WWE does things. They'll do anything to draw ratings. As pathetic as it could be sometimes. It's it's not good. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Johnny Knoxville fan. But do I think... When I pay money to see him step in a ring? Not really. If, if I want to see him on TV, I'll watch Jackass. Jake pa- Logan Paul, I keep saying Jake. <laughs> Logan Paul, on the other hand, I could care less to see him wrestle. I mean, people hate the Paul brothers. I mean, not everybody, but the majority of people can't stand the Paul brothers. When Logan Paul was on there before, he got booed out of the arena. Now I get pairing him with The Miz, you know, their heels. So it is a smart plan, in a way, to have one of the most hated guys on WrestleMania with one of the most hated wrestlers, and that's The Miz, one of the most biggest heels in the wrestling business, and that's The Miz. And putting them as heels against, you know, the Mysterios, yeah, that's smart. But when you think of it this way, you know, another scenario, another problem with this is that you have half a roster that you could be putting in place of of Logan Paul. You have a half a roster you could be putting in place of Johnny Knoxville. We don't need to see these celebrities. Do we see AEW using celebrities? No, because they use their talent. They have a whole roster. Why would they need celebrities? Because they have good storytelling. They put on decent matches. And that's why they're killing it with the ratings. This is just another one of WWE's desperate attempts to get ratings. And and, and they do it every year. They have all these big celebrities coming in every year. It's, It's getting old. At this point, I don't think it matters... Who they bring in. Because nothing is going to change. You would think with fans back in the arena. That maybe they would amp things up a little bit. And give us a better direction. Give us a better story. Give us something. And nothing is, is, is better. And now if Cody Rhodes comes back at WrestleMania. Maybe going forward. Maybe, just maybe, WWE can perhaps dig themselves out of the hole. Maybe Cody Rhodes signing with WWE is a good opportunity for WWE to finally get themselves off the wall. Get their backs off the wall, like I've been saying for the past few months. Maybe we could start seeing a change after Cody Rhodes debuts, assuming he debuts at WrestleMania. Returns, I should say, because he's wrestled for WWE before. So, if we see Cody Rhodes return and he goes against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, of course, you know, that'll be huge. But until it's confirmed, we really don't know what's going to happen. We really don't know if that's the plan. And if that is the plan, I'm assuming we won't see Cody until WrestleMania, which means there won't be really a major build for Seth Rollins leading into Mania. He'll probably feud with Kevin Owens leading up to Mania. 
But when I think about it, Kevin Owens and Stone Cold, you know, they're hyping this up. Well, they did last week. But they are so focused on this Owens and, and, and Seth Rollins rivalry, they're not even hyping up the Kevin Owens and, and Stone Cold thing. Now, if I'm WWE and I'm, I'm planning this out, I'm booking this, you know, hype this up, have Stone Cold come in, cut a promo. Or have him on the Titan Tron and cut a promo, you know, do something. But they are so focused on this angle with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens that, you know, they're not even building up to to what's going to happen in a few weeks at WrestleMania. To get the fans interested, you have to have a build-up to Mania. You can't do all these other angles on the side, these other segments and everything. So it's very hard to see where they're going with this angle. Um, unless you've paid attention, but if you haven't paid attention and you're watching this, you're probably confused as hell like anybody else. Um, there's just no major build to this. We all can kind of see what's going to happen at WrestleMania, but leading up to WrestleMania, we don't really... There's no major build to this, and I don't like it. Um, so hopefully we see something soon, a promo or something... The match with Owens and Seth Rollins, it was good, but what are they going to do next week and the week after that? Give us a little more than what we're seeing, guys. Um, I wish I could say, you know, I'm excited for WrestleMania. I'm excited for AJ Styles versus Edge. But this, I'm excited for Brock and Roman too. But as far as what I'm seeing, it, it's I kind of tell WrestleMania is not going to be that great. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but from what I'm seeing now, I, I wouldn't. I'm glad it's free on Peacock because I wouldn't waste my money on it unless it's an AEW pay per view. And we get something good. But as of right now, there's no build. There's nothing. They're giving us nothing. They're nothing exciting to get us hyped for Mania. Except for Edge and, and AJ Styles. And yes, we're getting Stone Cold, but that alone is not going to you know, give us a decent show. It's a two-night event. Which is another thing I don't understand. Why are they having WrestleMania two nights of two night event? I get during the pandemic, you know, I get the reasoning for that, but why are they doing that? Why are they doing this again when we have fans back in the arena? Why are we splitting this into two nights? Are we going to have fans at WrestleMania? I'm assuming, but I, I don't understand the two-night event when they could just do one big night. Unless this is just a way to capitalize on AEW, who's been killing them in ratings. But like I said, you know, Cody Rhodes returning... 
It could be something big for WWE. It could be, you know, maybe a slap in the face to AEW. Maybe we'll see the tables turn. Because I honestly don't know what's going on with the whole Cody Rhodes situation. I did hear he was signing, then I heard that it was just a work from what the, the young buck said. But now all of a sudden I hear he's signing again. So I, I, I don't honestly don't know what's going to happen. But I don't know. But as of right now, WrestleMania just does not look exciting. I could say a million good things about AEW, though. What they've done in three years is remarkable. But that's pro wrestling for you guys. <laughs> that's, I don't know, ups and downs, ups and downs, especially this week, you know. A few ups and, you know, a few downs. It's like a roller coaster ride. But again, I'd like to say rest in peace to Razor, Ramon, Scott Hall. God bless you. God bless your family, your friends, those who knew you. We all love the bad guy. Best heel in the business. Best intercontinental champion. He'll definitely be one to remember. I actually just recently watched a documentary on Scott Hall on YouTube. It's actually pretty cool. He talks about his life, his upbringing a little bit, how he got started in the business, you know, some personal details, some incidents that happened. Um, it's definitely cool. Um, check it out. He definitely has a great story. And, and it's coming. The, the documentary is, is, you know, a lot of him talking in his own words. I would love if they, you know, if I, I wonder if they have a Scott Hall book. I wonder if he's ever written a book. Or if somebody would write a book about him, that would be pretty cool. But rest in peace to Scott Hall. You will definitely be missed. Thank you for years of entertainment. Thank you for years of pro wrestling. And God bless you, Razor Ramon. Rest in peace. I want to thank you guys all for listening. Um, a lot of things to talk about with pro wrestling. A lot of um, good and bad guys. Um, WrestleMania is in just a few weeks. AEW has been a great show the last few weeks. Could we see Cody Rhodes come to WWE? I don't know. You know, um, it's a possibility. But could they climb themselves back to the top? Could they get themselves off that wall that they back themselves into? I don't know. Um, I also would want to say real quick, um, Wyndham Rotunda has just made his first appearance at a wrestling event doing a meet and greet. This is his first event back since his departure from WWE since his shocking release in July of 2021. So this is big news. Um, we all love Wyndham Rotunda. Bray Wyatt, you know... Um, one of my favorite wrestlers in the wrestling business. He definitely got me back into wrestling because 
after CM Punk left, I I I, I kind of gave up, and then he kind of brought me back into it. So um, it's exciting to see him again. I don't know if there was a Q and A uh, to this meet and greet at all. I don't know if anything will be leaked. If we'll hear any more news about Wyndham Rotunda, I do know he's was have been working on a movie. I hope there's more details about that. Could we see him go to AEW? It's a possibility, you know, Braun Strowman and EC3, they've recently started their own wrestling promotion called Control Your, Control Your Narrative is what it's called. CYN, I think, right? So could we see Braun Strowman sign Wyndham Rotunda? That would be big given the history with the Wyatt family. So, anything's a possibility at this point, guys. I would, for one, would love to see Wyndham Rotunda back. I think it's about time. Given everything he went through with WWE, his departure, his release, you know, um, he's definitely been through a lot, that's for sure. But I want to thank you all for listening. Um, but like I said, this episode wasn't planned, but things happen. Um, but God bless you all, and have a great day, and I will see you guys next Wednesday on a new episode of Wrestling World. I got some big episodes for this, so please listen. Please check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream your podcast. But take care, guys, and God bless. Good night.